am Alexander B. Stevens. This is the brand new up and coming podcast entitled, What is he thinking? The sometimes uncomfortable, sometimes politically incorrect, but always sincere and truthful podcast for the benefit of women from the perspective of men. You've got questions. I've got answers. 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 What's going on? How's everybody doing today? This is your host, Alexander Stevens, back at it again for episode three of the brand new podcast, What Is He Thinking? And for this episode, I want to change things up and do things a little differently than we've been doing it in the recent past. This episode, I wanted to have a CEC episode, Current Event Commentary. So instead of a half-hour monologue about a specific topic of my choosing relating to male-female interactions, I felt like today I should take a current event, something that's been in the news recently and has been floating around social media and give this Alexander perspective regarding said event. Today's subject will be the rant on Instagram Live that was posted at the beginning of August from the up-and-coming conservative political television commentator Tommy Lawrence. Who is Tommy Lauren, you might ask, especially if you're a uh, liberal or Democrat that doesn't pay much attention to Fox News or things on the conservative side of the aisle. Well, Tommy Lauren is a quote-unquote constitutional conservative. She just turned 28 days after releasing this Instagram post that we're going to analyze today. And she's known for being a television commentator and contributor to conservative networks like Fox News and other websites. She's the former host of The Blaze and the current host of Fox Nation, which is a spinoff from Fox News. She was born and raised in South Dakota, went to college in Las Vegas, and was living in LA until April of this year when she broke things off with her fiance and moved across country to Nashville. Tommy Lauren, while touting Trump and constitutional conservatives, has some uh, views that most conservatives wouldn't co-sign as far as being pro-LBGTQ and pro-abortion. But outside of that, she's pretty stereotypically conservative, which is part of the reason her rant has made such big news, because typically speaking, generalizing here, but when it comes to dating and women speaking about men and families, a woman of a conservative background or conservative ideology are more understanding, empathetic, and less critical of men and how they typically act or behave. They're usually not the ones to criticize men or blame them for their relationship issues. Anyway, enough with the preliminary setup and background information. Now it's time for me to play her 14 minute long Instagram live post and I'm gonna start and stop it intermittently and add my commentary as we go down the list that she's going to present to you today. What's up? I'm going to let you guys trickle in before I start talking because this is important. 
So waiting for you guys to get here. So normally I do final thoughts and I do Instagram lives and I do rants about politics. Um, there's plenty to talk about in politics right now. Do it every day. It's a great time. But something as of recently has been on my mind and I consider myself a teacher, a helper, um, someone who could possibly inspire people to be better. So with that being said, this is a PSA for all the men out there and all the boys who think they're men, but they're actually boys. This is gonna be the summer of canceling boys. Now, from my own personal experiences and the experiences of all of my friends, which range in age from 24 to 36, we've all got issues. Now, I will also say this, all of my friends are attractive. All of my friends are successful. All of my friends have something going on. Almost every single one of them have an issue with men. And you have to start looking at that and thinking, if an age range of that many people, including myself, living really all over the country and being blonde, brunette, short hair, long hair, I mean, tan, super white, super pale. I mean, these women range in every body type and every everything. They're all successful, they're all intelligent, they're all good people. But if all of these women, including myself, are having issues, then I have to think, it might not be us. It might be you. It might be men. It might be men. What a wide age range. 24 to 36, 37. I mean, women having dating issues in their mid-30s is a whole different can of worms compared to women in their mid-20s having dating issues. So, I mean, I might touch on that in a later podcast. But that age range and all of them supposedly being attractive and all intelligent and all of them being quote-unquote good people but all having man issues. Hmm. She says, I guess that means there's a problem with the men, but I might say there's a problem with you and birds of a feather flock together, so. (sighs) I don't know if this has happened in your life, but I know I've heard on a number of occasions, individuals talk about how intelligent, attractive, and successful their friends are, and how they just can't understand, they just can't figure out why they have trouble with men. But when I look at these groups of friends, from my perspective, these groups of women are one, not all attractive, two, many have obvious personality quirks, character flaws, or other things about themselves that a man's not gonna like or wanna take seriously for a long-term relationship. And lastly, no, I would not call all of them intelligent. Intelligence can be a relative term. What type of intelligence are we talking about? Are we talking about street smarts? Are we talking about social intelligence? Is your intelligence limited to this one particular field that you so happen to work in, but all other aspects of life you're somewhat clueless about? Are you labeling these people intelligent relative to you, relative to some of your family members, relative to some of the smarter people from the university you went to? Who are you comparing these individuals you call your friends and their intellect to? Furthermore, I'm sure you guys have all heard my first podcast by now. If not, go back and check it out. But after you check it out, can somebody tell me all that I spoke on regarding raw intelligence on that 1 through 10 list? Hmm. Another thing, how can your friends be of all different shapes and sizes and all be attractive? 
I did say in my previous podcast that men are more accepting of a wide variety of female figures, but at the same time, if there are this huge variety of shapes and sizes, then that just decreases the chance of them all being attractive like you say. Alright, I guess I'll leave that alone for now. Back to the clip. Now, I've often talked about the pussification of America and how men are no longer men. I talk to my mom about this a lot and she says, well, maybe it's just the guys in Texas. Maybe it's just the guys in Los Angeles. Maybe it's just the guys. Um, it is not just the guys in Los Angeles, Nashville, Dallas, and it's not, they're not any better in the Midwest. They, quite frankly, I think they're trash all over this country in the age range of about 20 to I think about 55, maybe even 60. A lot of men are trash. A lot of men don't know how to treat women. A lot of men don't know how to really, quite frankly, pull their heads out of the sand and pay attention. So I am going to help you. This is somewhat of a side note, but I just decided to throw it in right here. Have you ever noticed how often relationship and dating failure and the responsibility thereof are put all on the man? Hmm. It's like, if this period of dating doesn't lead to a relationship, if the courtship doesn't work out, the man wasn't doing what he needed to do so the woman needed to leave, or if the woman did something crazy, then the man pushed her to doing something crazy because he wasn't treating her right, or he wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing, or because he was crazy himself. So it's like, when the man messes up, it's his fault, relationship's over. And when the woman messes up, it's the man's fault because he caused her to mess up. I've always found that quite interesting. Anyway, back on topic. So, she complains about the wussification of America. Hmm. Can somebody tell me what has been the cause of that? Who has risen into power? Or whose influence has increased tenfold on the culture that has created an environment in which men are less masculine than they ever have been before? What has changed in society over the last 40 years that has demonized and tried to eradicate traditional masculinity? Hmm. I'd like to propose that many of the fourth wave feminist leanings of current day society has created an environment that creates men that women do not like and do not want to be with. Men are trash. Hmm. What if a famous guy made a video saying women 20 to 80 were all trash all over the country? How well would that have gone over? How much heat would he have gotten on social media and even regular over-the-air media? You already know the answer. He would have been canceled. But when Miss Tommy or many other women on social media and in the regular press say derogatory things toward a whole 49.9% of the population, in many circles, they don't get any heat at all. They get support. Hmm. Lastly, Tommy says men spend too much time with their head in the sand and don't know how to treat women. Well, if I was to do a survey of men, they would feel that the inverse is true also. Many women don't know how to treat a man, aren't interested in treating a man the way he wants to be treated, and or they're not paying that close attention to what's really important either. And these are some of the things that I've experienced, and these are some of the things my friends have experienced. I, again, I'm just gonna lay a few things out. They haven't all happened to me. Some of them have just happened to my friends. A lot of them have happened to me. So, the first thing, and I've made notes, by the way. I've made notes. This is how invested I am in this, because I've been thinking about this for about two weeks solid now. First question for men. 
If you like a girl, if you're even somewhat interested in a girl, you need to ask yourself this question. Are you single? Now, I don't mean are you kind of single, seeing five people, dating somebody, still kind of in a relationship, kind of broken up, kind of on again, off again, kind of married, kind of divorced. Are you actually single, single? That means single. You have nobody. You have no complications. You have no attachments. You are actually single. That is the first question, believe it or not, that needs to be asked. And ladies, you should be asking it because in 2020, it's not a given anymore that a guy that's actively pursuing you is actually single. So that's the first thing. Are you single single? It appears Miss Lauren thinks that it's 1920 <clears throat> back when a man and a woman would completely focus on each other for a two to eight month time span to see if they are right for each other. A man and a woman, where a man and a woman, typically in a small town, would completely shut out all others, focus on each other for half a year to see if they were a match for each other. That's how things went 100 years ago. But in the current dating climate, 2020, that's just not how things operate. Not on the female perspective or the male. In the current dating environment, there are a lot of choices and options. We also have the internet, and people are way more mobile than they used to be. You could live in four or five different cities in your adult life. Back in 1920, you'd be lucky to live in two different areas or towns in your adult life. So with a much longer, expanded, greater list of options, it's completely unreasonable to think that anyone is just looking at one individual at a time for an extended period of time before that individual has proved that they're worthy of that type of focus. What many women don't seem to understand is that the success rate for men, even these attractive, desirable men that you are seeking, is less than 33%. So if your success rate is less than 33%, it, it, if your success rate is that low, it means you pretty much have to talk to multiple women at the same time or pursue multiple women at the same time in order to guarantee that you at least get one. Just think about it. If a guy talks to 10 girls in a month, only three of them are going to respond positively to his overtures and give him their number. But out of those three, only two of them would really be serious because the third one gonna give him a fake number or just gave him a number to be nice or because she wanted to be friends but not because she was really about dating or anything in that arena so only two out of ten is he really gonna get a chance to talk to for real for real well let's say 50% of first dates lead to second dates and 50% of second dates lead to third dates if you just run those numbers, you can see how talking to 10 women can turn into zero quickly. So it's completely unreasonable to expect the guy to just be talking to one girl at a time because it'll take him 28 years to get a girlfriend. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not an advocate of adultery or cheating on your long-term girlfriend. But if you're just talking to somebody or... 
you have been on a couple dates with someone and haven't committed one way or the other, then you're free to pursue and talk to whoever else you would like. It seems as if Tommy has a problem with this, but she shouldn't because that's just the way the world works in 2020. But that also leads me to my second point. This is gonna be backwards for you guys. Make plans. Make a plan. Do not assume that you can text somebody randomly in the middle of the day, what are you doing? Or text them at midnight or 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. or even just within hours of when you actually wanna see them and think that they're going to be available. I personally, once I get home and I take my makeup off and I'm watching TV, I'm no longer interested. So if you didn't make a plan earlier in the day or better yet, a day or two or three in advance, I'm not interested. I don't wanna hang out anymore because that ship has sailed. Make a plan. I wanna hang out with you at this time. It doesn't have to even be a date. I wanna see you at this time. Are you free at this time? Or when are you free? I will accommodate my schedule to see you. When are you free? I want to see you. I know it's not rocket science, but men of 2020, it seems like it's pretty difficult for you to figure out. And I'm not a feminist, so please don't take this as a feminist rant. I love men. I think men are great. I think men have failed themselves and they failed us. And I'm just trying to help you out because I think there are a lot of really great guys out there who need a little help. And I don't think that there are a lot of women that are stepping up and saying these things and not FaceTime me, I swear to God. Quite frankly, I don't think that there are a lot of women that aren't raging feminists that don't look like Lena Dunham. They're saying these things to you. So I'm gonna go ahead and say them because they need to be said. I am really so sick of my friends having to deal with trash men. I am tired of dealing with trash men. So I'm gonna help you out. Make plans. No pin pals, she says. Well, on the surface, I completely understand and agree with her sentiment, but it's taken me years of experience and knowledge in order to get to the point where I'm at today. Let me explain to you why many men, especially men that are less experienced with women, can fall into the trap or fall into the habit of becoming a pen pal and not necessarily uh, getting to the point and making plans. Um, there's a large percentage of women that a man would date that love frequent communication. Some would say an excessive amount of communication and they feel like the guy isn't being serious or isn't being consistent if he doesn't give him that extreme amount of communication. So if a guy runs across a few of these women early in his dating pursuits, he could make the assumption that all women like to have good morning texts and good night texts and text conversations throughout the day, every day. So if he makes that assumption, then with any woman he approaches and gets the number of, he's going to be chit-chatting with them in fear of them not thinking he was serious if he didn't. He doesn't really want to do it deep down inside. Men don't really like talking that much, but he is just texting you excessively and maybe not necessarily getting to the point because he thinks it's what you want. He is either doing that or he's kind of a shy guy that that is overcautious, takes things too slow and doesn't want to ask any questions or make any requests 
before he knows there's a 99% chance of you saying yes. So he's going to chit chat, chit chat, chit chat until he feels like he can get a conversation into a until he feels like he can get a conversation to a point where he could finally ask you out and that you would be guaranteed to say yes. Either way, both of these are men that are inexperienced with women, so you shouldn't hold it too much against them, but I understand how it can be frustrating at the same time. From the female perspective. So let's go through these lists again because I know y'all love a list. Number one, are you single? Number two, make a plan. Nobody wants a pen pal. We want to actually see you. If not, don't text us because it's a waste of our time and we don't want to see it on our phones. Got it? All right. Next thing, value, value, okay? Value, value. Take that in. Just repeat it to yourself until it makes sense, okay? If you want to date a girl that has nothing going on, then that's fine. But please do not mix in people like me and my friends who have something going on with your other girls that have nothing going on. And by nothing going on, I mean this. I don't, there is no job that is unimportant. There is no job that's not valuable or that's not worthy, it is. But if you wanna mix in people like me and people like my friends who are go-getters, who work really hard, who make their own money, who are talented, skilled, ambitious, please don't mix us in with the Tatianas. We don't wanna be there. If that's what you want, find them. Please, for the love of God, do not mix us in with them because we don't want to be there. And quite frankly, we take it as an insult if we find out that you are also talking to five Tatianas who have nothing going on. People like me and my friends are gonna be insulted by that. And there's almost really no coming back from it. So if you want that kind of a girl, the kind of girl who's just kind of happy going through the motions of life, not really super ambitious, hasn't really found herself yet, doesn't really have a whole lot going on other than she's pretty, please just go after them. And please do not mix us in. We don't wanna be there, I promise you. So value, value. There's a lot of women out there that I know that are my good friends who have amazing jobs, who work really hard, but who can't seem to find a decent guy, even if they go up in age five to 10 to 15 years, because those guys all wanna be with 21 year olds who have nothing going on. It's very unfortunate. I don't think it's gonna be fulfilling, but I would say to the men out there, Try to maybe find a woman that you can talk to, communicate with, might actually have her shit together, might actually be ambitious and have something going on or want to have something going on. I don't care what she does. She doesn't have to be on TV. She doesn't have to be a PhD. She doesn't have to be a television producer. She doesn't have to own her own company, but be ambitious and have something going on. Those women out there are gonna be a lot more fulfilling to you. You're actually gonna enjoy your time. And if you actually might want a sustainable, and healthy and stable relationship, that's probably the kind of girl you're gonna need to find. Not the Tatianas who just wanna look cute and post Instagram stories. Now I love a good Instagram story. Y'all know I do. I love a good boomerang. I love a good whatever. But if that's all you do, men, if that's all she does, probably Houston, we have a problem. I'm just gonna let you in on a little tip. Number three, value, value. Sounds like she wants to tell men what to value instead of let men determine on their own what they value. What women value and what men value, especially during the early stages of dating, are not the same. 
We don't judge women on the same scale with the same standards as women judge men. And like I've said in previous podcasts, a woman with a fancy degree or making a lot of money or with a fancy career does not score them as many points on our scale as it would for a man on a woman's scale. Femininity, personality, sincerity, reliability, all rate higher than a fancy degree or a big time job. Another thing that Tommy says is not to mix the ambitious women with the Tatianas. Well, first of all, like I've already said, dating is somewhat of a numbers game. And in order to get a success, a guy has to date multiple women. So you're going to have all types of women mixed together in the type of women he approaches and dates, at least in the early stages of dating. That's the way it is. Furthermore, how's a man supposed to know that you're this high value woman and she's a thought until he goes out with her a couple times? I mean, we're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, right? So there's no way of telling you apart until you spend some time together or have some conversations at least. So Jane, I know you feel like you're better than Susie because she works at Target and you're the marketing director at your company, but we don't necessarily feel the same way. To men, the better woman is the woman who treats you the best and who is the easiest to deal with, assuming they're both equally attractive physically. The better woman is the woman with the better personality and the better attitude. Don't be offended that we'll date somebody from Target and somebody from the law firm at the same time. Once again, how we judge women is not how women judge and rate men. Tommy also complains here about men dating younger women that don't have anything going on, according to Tommy anyway, don't have anything going on. And the fact remains that many men, if not most men, will take a younger, pleasant woman over an older, I don't have any time for you, poor attitude, high expectations woman. That's just the way men are. Men value peace. And I've already told you, men don't care that much about your job and the money you bring in, especially if they have a good job and bring in a fair amount of money themselves. So Tommy, how do you know what will be more fulfilling to a man? And how do you know that these younger women are really about nothing or that they have no potential to be about something when they are your age or even older? Tommy, you weren't always the woman that you are today. So let's not forget how you were when you were 21. The next thing on my list is this consistency. It really does not help me or my friends or any woman in general if you are really cool and you're really interested when you first start talking to them and then give it three, four, five days and all of a sudden you're not consistent anymore. You don't make plans. You don't really care. You kind of fade in and out. You're talking to five other Tatianas. Consistency is important. Now, if you want to be inconsistent and you want to ghost and you want to fall off the radar, that's fine, but I'm going to give you a pro tip. People like me and people like my friends, we aren't going to really give a shit after that. We don't really care. The F's have been given and we're kind of done. Number four, consistency. Some women's definition of consistency is daily communication from week one, which most men find unnatural and over the top. I said this earlier after point number two. So because men are trying to fulfill the woman's need for consistency, this leads to the pen pal thing she claimed that she hated earlier in her rant. 
That being said, I agree. Men should be consistent when pursuing and dating a woman, but many times they aren't. And let me give you four reasons why men might fall off in their consistency. Reason number one is he does not like the progress that you two are making in your dating situation. Things are going too slow or they're not going where he wants them to go. When things are going too slow or they're not going where the man wants them to go, then the man loses his juice and his motivation to keep the same effort level up that he had in the beginning. Now, in the back of men's head, we have different benchmarks and levels of progression that we like to reach after a certain amount of time or a certain amount of effort. And if we reach these levels, then we feel like things are going somewhere or they're going at a pace that I'm comfortable with. And if we don't reach these levels, then we feel like the woman doesn't really like us or she's way too difficult for us to deal with. For example, some guys, if you don't sleep together before the fifth date, that won't be a sixth date. For certain guys, if you haven't cooked the meal for him after the first month, then he's going to think you don't really like him. For other guys, if you haven't introduced him to any of your friends after six months, then he's going to think that uh, what we got going on isn't that serious, etc., etc. Reason number two, throughout y'all's dating, within the dating process, he learned some things about you that have caused you to drop a level in attractiveness. And if you drop a level in attractiveness, then you drop a level in treatment. He might have learned that you don't want to have kids and he wants to have three kids. He might have learned that you're a feminist and he doesn't believe in that ideology. He might have learned that you don't believe in God and he's a church-going man that goes to church three days a week. Whatever it is, he learned something about you that made you drop down a level of attraction. Reason number three, you are falling out of the top three or top five women he is concurrently dealing with. Maybe he met a new woman that's more attractive than you. Maybe after a couple days with you, you set yourself back with something you said. Maybe one of the women that he met before you that has gotten a head start on you is just more attractive in his eyes. Regardless of the reason, you're no longer in his top women that he's dealing with. And because time and resources are finite things, he allocates those things to his top prospects and you get left by the wayside. And the last reason that men fall off in consistency or with their consistency, it's just incidental, just an accident. Once again, us men are raised to believe that men and women are equal and we're the same. And under the premise of men and women being the same, that means I can treat a woman I'm dating like one of my homeboys. And when it comes to male friends, sometimes you might see him two times in a week. Sometimes you might not see him for a couple months. But when y'all do link back up, there's no stress, there's no hate. You just keep going forward as if nothing happened. Men don't take offense or hold grudges because there's a gap between the time that we hung out. We didn't stop thinking the other person was cool because we went six weeks without grabbing a bite to eat. When somebody picks up the phone and hits the other one up, we just pick things up where they left off. So some men feel like they can do this with women, especially if the woman hadn't made it clear that she wants something serious. They feel like, hey, sometimes we can hang out a couple times in a week. Sometimes we can not hang out all month long. Men and women are the same, right? Of course, this is flawed thinking, but it's the type of thing that you get when you're raised to believe that men and women are the same. I'll tell you this from personal experience. Once I'm turned off, I am turned off and I don't care anymore.
Because at one point, I probably did care. At one point, my friends, they probably did care. They probably did like you because you expressed interest and maybe you were cool and maybe you were kind of fun to hang out with. But if you're not consistent and you fall off the radar, I give you maybe one to two chances to fix that because I'm a very direct communicator. Women, this is important. I will communicate to you. If your communication isn't great, I will let you know that. I will let you know that more effort is needed. But if you don't heed that warning and I have to warn you twice, I'm done at that point because I don't really care anymore. Now I'm done. Now I don't care. And I know my friends who are watching this are thinking and saying the same thing because we have these conversations on an almost daily basis. Once you turn us off, we don't care anymore. So let that be a warning to you. You're probably not going to circle back. They always come back. They always come back. But when you're ready to come back, I probably don't care anymore. So if you want to switch up, stay there. Pro tip. Men's feelings for a woman and in general dissipate much, much slower than a woman's feelings for a man. So that's why men don't feel weird boomeranging back around and coming back after a gap because his feelings for you aren't much different than they were before the gap. And since we assume women are the emotional ones, we assume that their feelings wouldn't change much either like ours did. But of course, that isn't true. My last thing on my list is also very important. Don't be, excuse my language, don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. If you have then failed and you lost a woman of value like myself or my friends, and then we don't really care anymore, don't be a bitch. Don't be butt hurt. You did it to yourself, okay? And it's no longer my problem. Now it's become a personal problem of yours. So don't be a bitch. And by the way, if I'm no longer interested because your effort is shitty, that's not me being a bitch. That's not me being difficult. That's me having a standard in which I expect from people. I do have high standards and high expectations. My friends have high standards and high expectations. Do you want to know why? We've worked for those. Okay? We work hard. We're successful. We take care of ourselves. We try to look cute. We or have a a desire to be something more each day, okay? That's why we have the ability to be somewhat what you call difficult. It's not difficult. We just have a baseline standard. And if you can't meet that standard, that's okay. A lot of men cannot. Number five, don't be a beer. First of all, unprovoked, unprompted, unnecessary cursing is not traditionally feminine. Anything a woman does that's not traditionally feminine limits the uh, number and amount of men that will take interest in her or will take her seriously. Second, let me get this straight. You want men to value you the way you defined? You want men to give concerted, focused effort to be intentional and to plan dates with you. You want consistency. And if a man does all these things and things still don't work out, you expect a man not to be butthurt about it? What? So is the man not supposed to care while he's doing all these things? I don't understand. Furthermore, it seems like when she's making this number five point that it seems as if all relationship or dating failures are the man's fault and not the woman's. And that really puts off most men. Women not taking accountability for their actions or their role in dating hiccups and failures. 
Next point. She says, it's not being difficult. It's called having a standard. I do have high standards and high expectations. She strung those two sentences together back to back. And that makes most men just SMH. By definition, having high standards and expectations and not being forgiving. Quote unquote, I give one chance, then I'm done. Is the definition of being difficult. Next point. A woman working a lot, working hard, being ambitious, and or having a successful career. Once again, does not automatically earn you the ability to expect a top 10 or top 20% man or to demand princess treatment. Looking cute gets you a slightly above average guy making slightly above average money. Not the type of guys I bet you and your friends think are on their level. And in my opinion, Tommy Lauren is a high six, low seven physically. So a top 10% man isn't paying attention to high six or low sevens. And if they are paying attention to them, they're playing with them. They're not taking them seriously. Once again, your job doesn't get you to jump up two notches in a man's brain. It's your looks and your intangibles that men judge you by. But if you are one of those men out there, and I, I have them all over my DMs, sometimes I check them, and you guys are like, what would it take to be with someone like you? What would it take to be with your friends? What are girls like you, what are they looking for? I laid them out for you very simply there. In order to have a shot with a girl like me, or girls like my friends, girls that are worth a damn, you don't really have to be Brad Pitt. You don't have to be famous. You don't even really have to make a lot of money or have a really fantastic job. You just have to be determined. You have to be in some way successful in that you want to attain some certain kind of success for yourself. You're driven. You have goals. You can handle a woman with standards. That's not going to turn you off. And you're going to put in the effort to be with somebody like myself or my friends. We deserve that. First of all, don't lie to us. You're not dating any security guards or overnight grocery stalkers. Come on, you just want a normal guy. Second, you say the guy must be successful, driven, and have gold. Men know these are just code words for he has to have a stellar job and a lot of money. Who do you think you're for? Third, and most importantly, men do not want a woman that they have to handle. You handle cattle. You handle animals. You shouldn't have to handle a person. Men want a woman that's enjoyable, beautiful, pleasant, inspirational, loyal, and supportive. They don't want a woman that they have to handle. And we will not compromise our standards. I tell you this, it will be a cold day in hell when I chase a man. And I know that's the same thing for my friends as well. And if my friends are listening and they're thinking about chasing a man, Please, for the love of God, do not. Because there is not, not one single man on planet Earth, okay, that is worth making any woman feel like she is not good enough. I don't care how hot a girl is, how smart, how successful, how rich. We have all dealt with men who treat us like we are not good enough. No, the problem is we are too enough and you can't handle it.
So you say you will not compromise your standard. You won't chase a man. No man's worth you chasing. Well, I would not suggest that you chase a man, but you do have to be competitive for and somewhat proactive in order to get a high quality man. You can't just passively sit back and wait on a high quality man that 80% of every woman wants to pop up one day, knock on your door, and fall into your lap. Furthermore, Tommy, relationships are not all about you and what you want. Men are people too. You have to possess what men are looking for or improve the life of a man for him to want to jump through all these hoops you call standards. That's not going to magically happen because you exist and have a good job. You have to do more than exist and have a high paying job in order to get a man to jump through these hoops. You say no woman should be made to feel that they aren't good enough? I think you might be in your feelings a little bit. Truth be told, every man and every woman are entitled to their preferences. And some people just aren't good enough for other people. Some people just aren't worth the effort in other people's eyes. This is a fact of life. Nobody is exempt from it. Please do not pretend like you and your friends are all perfect. And you have to do no work or change anything in order to get the dream man that you desire. Come on now. Lastly, you need to make sure your expectation and desires match up with your dating market value and what you provide that the other gender actually values and wants. So Tommy and all the women listening, if your expectations and desires don't match up with your dating market value and they don't match up with what you bring to the table, then you probably should lower those expectations and make your desires more reasonable. So those are my checklists. Again, I will go through them for you one more time in case you are just tuning in. Number one, are you single? No, really. Two, make plans. We don't want a pen pal. Three, value, value. Value someone who has value. Consistency, be consistent. Don't be great and then fade out. And then don't fade out and then think that you're gonna fade back in because it ain't gonna work. And last but not least, if all else fails, don't be a bitch. Hope you guys have all enjoyed my PSA, my Instagram live. I love you all. Hope I gave you some valuable tips and advice. But hey, those are just my final thoughts from Nashville, Tennessee in my kitchen. God bless and take care. Here's some overall final takeaways from this rant that we just listened to and for situations like this in general and women who share the same opinions that Miss Tommy Lauren has just shared. One, this video of hers is full of double standards and hypocrisy. First of all, she talks about not being a feminist, but half the video sounds pretty feminist-like. Secondly, she's calling men trash, basically saying men from 16 to 80 are, are garbage all across America. Imagine what would have happened if a popular celebrity man would have made a video saying women are trash from age 16 to 80 in all corners of the country? How would that have gone over? She says, or she wants men to date one woman at a time, but doesn't really seem to say that women are under that same rule. She says she wants the men to act like they care and be focused when dating her, but all of a sudden, not have any emotions about the situation at all if it doesn't work right, etc., etc. So many contradictions and double standards, it's unbelievable. Second, she complained about men dating multiple women at the same time. Well, feminism, the deregulation of the dating sexual marketplace, technology, 
and the culture as a whole have created the dating environment that we are in today. Because of the dating environment that we're in today, men and women kind of have to date or attempt to date multiple people at the same time in order to have any hope of finding the right person before they're 40. So instead of complaining about the times that we're in, you need to identify the challenges of the current environment that we're in and work on overcoming or working around them. Point three, Tommy in this rant comes off pretty masculine, uncompromising, unforgiving, passive, and being quick to be over someone after a slight hiccup or gap in dating. The combination of those things is a quick way to be unmarried and alone and to be ranting on IG Live in your kitchen about your poor dating life. (laughs) It's a quick way to have your engagement broken off and for you to have to move across country to get over it, dude. Like I said before, she's physically, she's an attractive woman. You know, I'd give her a low seven grade, despite the fact that she's had some uh, work done on her face. And according to my previous podcast, a woman who is physically barely a seven is a woman that is barely in attraction level three. Furthermore, I say that the attraction level you're in can be influenced and is influenced by your intangibles, such as your personality, your femininity, your cooperation level, etc. So she's barely in attraction level three, and her personality and her intangibles drops her down to a category two or even a category one for some men. And it seems like this whole rant is her being resentful that she's getting treated like a category two or category one woman. But that's what she is. She's not a supermodel. She doesn't have the intangibles and personality characteristics that men just swoon to. So she's mad that she thinks she's a category four woman because of her job. But in reality, to many men, she's a category two or one woman. Basically, she wants a top 5% man. And she thinks she's a top 5% woman. But in reality, she's a top 20% woman in looks. And a below average woman when it comes to personality and intangibles that I've repeatedly discussed in this podcast and previous. And those two things mixed together to turn you into the type of woman elite guys don't deal with at all or they only play around with when they're having a dry spell. Last overall takeaway is that you can be blonde, fairly attractive, rich, famous on TV and still have issues with men if you one, do not act feminine. Two, overvalue yourself. Three, aren't strong in many of the features that men actually care about. Four, if you don't have realistic dating expectations that match up with the person that you are. Five, if you think love and the pursuit of a blissful relationship is a one-way street that's all about you and you expect to be passive and do nothing. So ladies, if you've been single for a while or at least haven't had a serious relationship with a legitimate candidate to be your spouse in a minute, if that's the boat that you're in, take it from Tommy Lauren and this rant that we just dissected. It's not your skin tone or your hair color that's keeping you single. It's not 
your notoriety or popularity level, or lack thereof, keeping you single. It's your attitude, your personality, your femininity, your expectations in relation to your own dating market value. And it's your mindset that is keeping you single. So if you work on those things, your chances for winning with men will go up to a level 10. And as I close, listeners, I just wanted to leave you with this. Never forget that it's personality, sincerity, effort level, and femininity over job, status, and money every day of the week as far as what men would prefer in a woman. Men like women and value women for what they do and what they have that's different than us, not for what's the same as us. As a matter of fact, I think I'll go into more detail on this in a future podcast. Stay tuned. That should just about wrap things up. I appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. And if you found any part of this episode helpful, thought-provoking, or intriguing, please share it with a friend. The more people I can help, the better I feel within. If you have any questions, any suggestions for new topics for me to discuss in the future, or if you need any clarification on anything I have spoken on, please just shoot me an email at whatishethinking at gmail.com. What is he thinking at gmail.com. Or you can send me a message via my Anchor website. All you need to do is go to anchor.fm forward slash what is he thinking forward slash message anchor.fm slash what is he thinking slash message go there leave me a couple words and if it's constructive i will definitely get back to you or keep your thoughts in mind when i record future podcasts and never forget i'm not here to tickle your ear my only goal is to tell you what you need to know i'm not here to offend I just want to see you win with men. Well, until we meet again.